Welcome in to the first episode of Cheap Seats this year. We have, uh, my name is Anthony Schulte, along with uh, Nate Havrilla, Ben Shadel, and Zach Hayes. Today we have a uh, we have a good show for y'all today. We have um, starting off first the Brooklyn Nets. I think that's all I need to say to bring up the topic of discussion. The Brooklyn Nets considered a dumpster fire now by most of the NBA. Um, well, let's just go over what's happened. So they fired their coach, Steve Nash, earlier this year. And um, their interim coach, Jock Vaughn, he's been filling in pretty nicely, actually. They've won a couple games. Um, they're considering a couple people for that new head coaching spot, including Ime Udoka, the recently suspended ex-Celtics head coach, led the Celtics to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And also Quinn Snyder, former coach of the Utah Jazz, who won in the regular season but couldn't do anything in the playoffs. So... Um, that's the first. That's the first thing about the Nets. Ime Udoka. Ime, Ime Udoka. You're gonna you're gonna hire someone that just got suspended two weeks ago. I mean, uh, let's let's talk about this, Anthony. Right. I mean, Udoka had uh, some success for the Celtics. You know, if if you can trust him, he's not gonna do anything bad like he did with the Celtics. Uh, those former accusations again, uh, coming here and try to redo all the Nets, uh, all the stuff that the Nets have done. I I like it. I mean, you look at you look at Udoka. He used to coach. He was an assistant coach for the Nets. He knows the system. He knows the plays. He would be a great. He's he is the the perfect fit coach wise and basketball wise. Perfect fit for the Nets. He's a good leader. He commands control in the locker room. It's just the moral aspect of. Okay, this dude just got suspended for two weeks, and the Celtics are fine for letting him go for no compensation at all. Mm-hmm. Not even a coach's trade, which we've seen before in the past. So it kind of brings up that moral aspect, like, okay, are we really going to hire this guy after two weeks of him being suspended? I, I think mean, you would. I think you would. I mean, let, let's take a look at the past decade for the Brooklyn okay. Nets, right? The Nets have been the laughing stock of the NBA, right? They, they, they've tried uh, to draft in the past couple of years, and they've been awful. Let me, let me go over a couple names that the Brooklyn Nets have drafted. Please let me know if you've heard any of these names, Anthony, right? Uh, uh, Cameron Thomas. Yes, I know who he is. Mio Fundu Cabangale. Cabangale, yes. Dzanan Musa. Dzanan Musa. He got traded to the Pistons in a trade for Bruce Brown. There are are multiple players here that uh, I have no clue who they are, and they're all first-round picks. And I will say there are some good players here, but every good player here besides Nick Claxton has been traded. Mm -hmm. Sadiq Bey, traded. Jarrett Allen, traded. Kyle Kuzma, traded. Like Hamidou uh, or Hami Hamidou Diallo. Thank you very much. You Sorry, hard to pronounce his name. Um, but all, they they have a lot of su- uh, some success when they when it comes to drafting. But they trade all their good players away, and then after they said screw that, we're going to go in free agency and buy our victories. They went out and got Kevin Durant. They went out and got Kyrie Irving. They still saw no success. And so, they even traded for James Harden. Yeah, exactly. And still, Harden won Still saw no success. And so are you saying that they're like the Lions of the NBA right now? Yeah, they are basically. They're they're the Lions sounds of the about NBA right. I don't think they're that free bad. Agency no, I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> I, I compare them to the uh, to the Las Vegas Raiders the most if you're if you're an okay, NFL yeah, fan because that. they, yeah, they yeah. can't they, – they constantly screw up in the draft every year. And, you know, when they try to buy victories like the Yankees, they still can't succeed whatsoever. And, I mean, now look at them. They're hiring the John Gruden of the NBA, Ime <laughs> yeah. Adoka. Yeah. Right. You know, Ime Adoka, he obviously had that whole affair situation in, in uh, Boston. And he was an amazing coach. I mean, he got mm-hmm. that team to the, to the what was it, Eastern Conference Finals? The Finals. The finals. He, won the, he won the Eastern yep. Conference Finals. So yeah. I, yep. he, he clearly has a good resume. I mean, he, he, that was a really good team. I think Brooklyn has more potential than the Celtics do. But – 
for him to like get suspended, I think the Nets are, are the perfect match. That right now, Ime Adoka and the Nets are the perfect match. But again, it's the moral thing. Right. Um, you can't. It, it, your, will your fans be happy? Like he he messed up in in Boston, and now the Nets have to make the decision whether their morals or just the overall like do they want to win? Which one's going to outlast the other? Yeah. I mean, like what is it? What does it show when you're hiring someone? who just got suspended for that, what does it show like the women of the NBA, the women fans, that you're just going to hire someone two weeks after he is claimed to have done this multiple times? I mean, again, it's just accusations right now. There's still an ongoing investigation by the NBA and the Brooklyn and the, and the Boston Celtics, excuse me. But, like, it's been a very heavy topic within uh, the, the women of the NBA, the fans that are women that are like, okay, this guy got punished two weeks ago. And now we're just going to let him back in. It, again, it's just the moral thing of, okay, are we really going to let... Because you're going to lose a significant amount of revenue, fans, support by... Because you got to think about it. you got to think about it. Women are a very important part of the NBA now. They are. Definitely. Yeah. There's, Definitely. there's, there's Definitely. a lot of... I mean, look That's at Steph Curry on, a, on opening night. He brought out this worker. Nobody knew who she was. He brought out this uh, front office staffer who has been a part of the Warriors since Chris Mullen days. Mm-hmm. And so recognize her like, there are so many women in our league that help this league run, right? And then what is it showing them, okay, we just punished this guy for doing something in a workplace with a woman, and we're just gonna give him a job? That's just, that's the, that's the one moral thing that, that <coughs> NBA fans are really bringing up. Like, they should not, just go for Quinn Snyder. Go for Quinn, Quinn Snyder's Snyder's not a good basketball coach. He, yeah, he's, a good, he's a good regular season he's, coach. He's, he's not, you can't get it done. That's the problem with the Nets. They, he had Rudy been, Gobert. He had Rudy Gobert as one of his superstars. And Donovan Mitchell. He had he had two great players, and he couldn't get anything done, Anthony. Like, he, he is at, not a postseason coach, and the Nets are looking for a postseason coach right now. They had a regular season coach. They need coach. a regular season coach at this point. They had him with Steve Nash. Steve, Steve Nash, Nash wasn't a good Steve, Steve Nash wasn't a coach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steve well, Nash was a sorry. I'm, I'm not going to blame <laughs> Steve Nash because it's not Steve Nash's fault mm-hmm. that he basically got toyed into being a puppet. Mm-hmm. I mean,. Kevin, it was Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving's team, basically. Yep. And, and Kyrie hasn't even been there for the past right. two Not years. Yet. He keeps getting into different situations. I mean, exactly. Steve Nash was probably put in one of the worst positions you can possibly put into <laughs> exactly. as a coach who had never coached before at this level. Um so I can't you can't put all the blame on him, but I do agree he was not a good coach. He wasn't good for them. No. And they need to go a different direction. But they need is, leadership. Because is, you, you can't yeah. have all these like LeBron, a coach like Steve Nash with a superstar like LeBron is different. Yeah. Because LeBron is definitely. basically the GM of the Lakers. Let's just he's he's very he commands order. LeBron is like a player coach almost. He has as much as much significance in that locker room as Darvin Ham right now, because mm-hmm. it's it's LeBron. If but not yes, more, exactly. And you look at Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant; these are two of the most problematic players in the NBA. I mean, Kevin Durant on Twitter. I mean, he has no he has no filter on Twitter, and he's regarded in the NBA as someone who's just jumping ship to different teams that can that can win. Because in OKC, they couldn't get it done. No. Kyrie Irving. I mean. Kyrie Irving is is a player. Uh, he's a, he's a player with a lot of uh, a lot of, of baggage, I guess you could say. A lot of uh, drama, I guess you could say, with uh, the vaccinations, the flat Earth claims that he's stuck to, and now this just coming out about anti-Semitism in the movie that he promoted. I mean, 
you, you can't give a coach that has zero backbone, no offense to, to Steve Nash, but zero backbone and zero coaching experience in the head coaching position. You can't give him to those players and expect success mm-hmm. because if he can't command success from them, how are they going to be successful? Yeah. And honestly, I mean, they have, they have not only Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, but Ben Simmons now is over there. Mm-hmm. And he has not been playing well. A triple I mean, single. Yeah. He, his highest points this year was on the 29th of October. He had nine points. Mm-hmm. And I think as a starter, you play 36 minutes and have nine points when you came from being the rookie of the year and first pick. I don't think you can do that, especially with James Harden being traded for you. I mean, James Harden is probably one of, if not the best scorers in the NBA. And oh, for clearly, you to yeah. get traded and receive this dude who shoots seven, five, three shots a game, I, I don't think that's going to be good for the organization, and that's not a trade that Brooklyn should have done. Right. And going back to uh, we brought up Kyrie Irving and his, uh, his mishaps, if you will. Um, so according to Shams Charania, his sources, the Nets have delivered Kyrie Irving six items he has to complete to return to the team. Again, he p- promoted even though he doesn't want to say he promoted it, he did promote to 4.6 million followers on Twitter a anti-Semitic film with anti-Semitic beliefs in it and has not said that he is not anti-Semitic. He has not, um, when reporters literally asked him, yes or no, are you anti-Semitic, he would not answer the question. So the Nets effectively suspended him for a minimum of five games. And until he completes this list that I'm about to say here, um, he cannot play basketball for the Brooklyn Nets. This list includes he has to apologize and condemn the movie publicly, $500,000 donation to anti-hate causes, sensitivity training, anti-Semitic training, meet with the ADL, Jewish leaders in the ADL, which is the Anti-Defamation League, uh, and he has to meet with Josiah for a demonstrative understanding, and he also met with Adam Silver yesterday morning, to, uh, and they purportedly had a very productive conversation in regards to him and his behavior and kind of realizing the amount of leverage he has, I guess, or the amount of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, the amount of responsibility on Twitter that he has, the following he has. And, I mean, I believe that we've seen our last game with Kyrie Irving in a Brooklyn Nets uniform. I'd agree. Uh, I, even I would even completes, say possibly in a basketball jersey. I, I'd agree with that, yeah, too. Yeah, that's, that's possible. I mean, like, the amount of stuff that you said, there's there's really no reason for him to come back this season at all. Yeah, and at this point, why why take the risk on him? I mean, again, the past two years, he's been a question mark. Mm-hmm. Even though he's been healthy, I think it's too big of a risk to waste. And he's not going to accept a little amount of money. He's a good player. Right. He just, off the court, is insane. He's so, just proven to be a liability to whoever he goes to. Yeah. Definitely. And it, he, was re- it was reported that, um, and I'm sorry for inter- interrupting you, but it was reported that uh, Kyrie, the Brooklyn Nets – called around to Kyrie uh, to different teams about Kyrie Irving zero teams wanted him or wanted to even discuss a trade and that includes the Lakers who the Lakers actively tried to pry Kyrie Irving away and I mean like j- let's just imagine Kyrie gets traded to the Lakers in the offseason right Kyrie's playing with LeBron imagine this happens when he's in LA playing for LeBron mm-hmm. that's that that would be even crazier than in Brooklyn playing with Kevin Durant because you got LeBron there, who LeBron would not would not deal with this. Mm-hmm. LeBron would have literally took him to a corner and say, "Just say you're sorry." Because, like, honestly, even if he doesn't mean it, just say sorry. You know, just say Definitely. sorry. Do do what you need to do to to right your wrongs. And there we go. I mean, like, but he didn't. He didn't. And that's it's the same thing with the anti-vaxxing and the different conspiracy theories he always brings up. 
he he doesn't back down from what he even if it's not politically correct and when you have that type of of responsibility and following you need you need to basically or else that's a detriment to you your brand your t- i mean Kyrie's lost his, his sponsorship with Nike Nike suspended his spot in, in his in his new shoe the Kyrie 8 that's not coming out I mean we see it with Kanye West Kanye West lost his deal with Adidas and he lost so much money from that so I mean I would say Kanye and Kyrie while similar are also very different yeah yeah Kanye is just like he needs help and I think Kyrie there's he's still like fine but he, he just, needs help but a different he type needs of help. help yeah. yeah he needs to understand like that you can't be doing this on social media and all yeah. that you need to understand and i think also the league needs to understand he's not the same Kyrie that was in cleveland with LeBron. No. right he's not he's not that same player he's still a really good player but i mean i think he got traded to go to boston first because he didn't want to be number two to lebron right. and then he teams up with kevin durant so he can be number two again in the nets because he realized that being number one doesn't it's not going to work yeah and then ever since then they've struggled because he won't stay on the court i just mm-hmm. i think it's smart and i don't i don't for teams not to trade for him and i don't think we might we might not see him in an nba uniform again no yeah all right so we're gonna we're gonna move on here to uh nfl pretenders and contenders. So we're moving on to some football here, yep. ladies and gentlemen. We have let's just let me let me let me hear from Zach here. Who are your NFL pretenders this season? Pretenders. Okay. Um I would say that well, I don't know. You go with the very basic pick here and go with the Lions. Well, yeah, no, the Lions aren't touching the playoff no, field for will. another fifteen <laughs> years, I swear. They're not they're just not gonna do it. Um, the Broncos this season with the new quarterback has not worked at all. No, Rus- Russell Wilson has been the laughing stock of the league. Let's just say that right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was no. And then let's see. Bengals have a shot, but I don't think they're going to go They've for been another year. It together, they recently. have, yeah. Definitely. I mean, Joe Burrow has been playing out of his mind. Even with Jamar Chase out, Joe Burrow yeah. still had a productive game last uh, this past week. Yeah, definitely. And then once they get Jamar Chase back in a couple weeks, I mean – I could see this team snagging a wild card because I mean, like, look at the yeah. AFC North. It's a stacked it's, division. Look at the. Yeah. I, I did they not lost. expect to see the Ravens up top in the AFC North. I did not see yeah. that coming one bit. They lost to the Steelers first week of the season, so I mean, mm. you know. Okay, Ben. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think NFC South is such a bad division. I mean, oh, yeah. Buccaneers and Falcons tied at four and five. For I mean, I think the, the NFC is just a bad. Con- other than the NFC East, it's just a bad conference. How about I mean, the NFC West. I mean, look. I mean, you got NFC West. You got three teams, five hundred, five hundred or under. It, that's good. As, okay, Anthony, when you play in a competitive division, you're going to have teams that are going to be around five hundred. You're not going to have three or four teams to be like okay, seven and two. Who expected the Rams to be three and five? Who expected the Cardinals Nobody. to be three and six? Nobody. Who expected the 49ers to be broken even after nine weeks? Nobody. I'm, not I'm even exactly. Actually, who expect, who but just remember, the Seahawks to be six and three. I mean, the, the Niners. Geno Smith. I'm not. A, I'm necessarily surprised that they're not doing so high right now. I mean, they're having a lot of quarterback problems with Trey Lance first getting. Yeah, hurt. but Jimmy G's got that experience. He does. He's got that experience, and they've got weapons. They've got Debo. They've got Ayuk. They've got uh, Christian McCaffrey now. I know, and I think I think they're gonna they're gonna make the playoffs, and I think they're gonna be a, a team we need to watch because they're definitely a good wild. They're they're a wild yeah. card team that can make it to the Super Bowl with the amount of talent they have yeah. on their roster. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if they're gonna be a Super Bowl level team. I mean, they got killed by the Chiefs uh, a couple weeks ago, but. But, yeah, um, I think they're solid. But I think we really need to talk about the Seahawks. Six yeah. and three, Geno Smith leading them. I mean, 
Uh, you got you got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, uh, uh, Kenneth Walker's there, and he's Kenneth balling Walker's out. Big K9. Do you guys think they're a playoff level team that's yes, going to go far? Yes, 100%. Yes, they won. The they're yes. playing 1,000%. Right now, they're playing as yes. a team. They might not have all the star power that you look like the Chiefs do, but they're playing as a team and they're playing yes. together, and that will win you football games against highly stacked teams. I mean, 100%. The Titans went to overtime with the Chiefs. I'd say the Chiefs are significantly more better talent-wise than the Titans are. But sometimes when you have all that talent, same thing in the NBA, MLB, NHL, whatever, you can have all the talent in the world. Look at the Nets. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't mesh together and work as a team and work together and put, every, put the team above yourself, you're not going to win games. I definitely agree. Yeah, and I think with that, right, you look at their losses. They lost to the Falcons and the Saints. I'm, they have more in the 49ers as well. But basically what I'm trying to get with that, with that is mm-hmm. is that if they can play as a team, they can beat good football teams. But when they don't, they're just not – they don't put anything together on the field. Right, right. But, I mean, they haven't lost in – I mean, okay, four weeks? A four, yeah, that's a, a four-game win streak? That's yeah. a while. They're playing a lot better right now. I just – the only thing I'm worried about when they get to playoffs is, I mean, Geno Smith, has he ever been in that type of environment? Maybe as a backup. As a backup, but going in and starting wherever he has to go, right. I don't know if that's going to be good for him. Don't worry, you got Drew a lot there just in case you need him. <laughs> uh, Kenneth Walker, he's a rookie. Again, that playoff yeah. environment, will he be able to succeed in, in that environment and still play the same way he's been playing? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, the Seahawks haven't really been in a position like they've made to the playoffs. I mean, Tyler Lockett's a solid. Tyler player. Lockett, he's but so, he's he's thirty years old, and I mean, I saw I saw a compilation of Tyler Lockett sliding down instead of getting absolutely knocked in the middle of the field, and people were like, "Why is he doing this? This isn't football." And I'm like, "He's been healthy for thirty years as an NFL player. I don't think I've ever seen him on an on an injured reserve. And if he is, it was." Because it wasn't because of a concussion, or it wasn't because of a giant hit that just knocked him out. It's because he plays conservative and he plays safe. And honestly, those are all big plays that he helped start. Like, it, what what is, is it worth it risking a concussion for two yards? No, that's why Tyler Lockett's such a good veteran for this group. If they do make it to the playoffs, they can rely on Tyler Lockett for his. Didn't Tyler Lockett win a uh, win a ring with the Seahawks? I don't know if he's in the league yet. I think I think I remember I remember their their last their last title they won, Tyler Lockett Ricardo Lockett were the the two Lockett the two Lockett guys spelled differently. Rip Ricardo, right? Yeah. He got okay. knocked out by Jeff yeah. Lake Orion's own Jeff Heath. <laughs> yep. But uh, what what do you guys as uh, contenders now? We talked about some pretenders. We did talk about contender in uh in uh the Seahawks, but let's get yep. to some more uh some more contenders here. Some con- okay, so a shocking contender for me, someone who, or some team that I never thought would ever be in this position at the beginning of the season is the New York Giants. You know, you bring in Brian DeBull from, uh, from Buffalo as the offense coordinator. He has exploded onto the scene. Currently right now, I mean, like, it's, it's just shocking for me to look at. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, the, Saquon Barkley has been at a different level this year, right? And, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really cool to see. Yeah. And I mean the other team from New York, the New York Jets, six and three, yeah. and just beat I, the Bills. Just beat the Bills. Um, second in their division. Yeah, it's and and that's a good. I think that's the second best besides the NFC East. I think I think the AFC East is is right up there with them. I mean, the NFC East is like sur- surprise. Like you put the Commanders in the NFC South, they're in first place. Yeah. So like. That says something about the talent in the NFC East right now. Yeah, I mean, same same with the Patriots though, and I think right, right. 
I, I think that um, really that's a good division of football. I think mm-hmm. obviously Josh Allen and the Bills are always going to be a contender. They struggled last week because Josh Allen didn't play his best game, but we know that's not actually Josh Josh Allen. Um, right. The Jets have been just it's it's insane to watch them. Um, six and three. What what did they go last year? They were bad last year, right? I think they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me take a look here. Last year. They were bad. That's how we. They, that's they, how they we were bad. Enough. I don't they think we need a record to show how bad. bad they were. And I, I no. think obviously that head coaching change definitely helped them. Uh, Zach Wilson has he been playing well? I Zach Wilson's been playing all right. I mean Garrett okay. Wilson's been playing insane. Out of Garrett mind. Wilson's been going off. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They had Brees Hall until he sadly went down with that injury for likely the season. Um, yeah. And he was he was a big part of the offense too. But I mean the defense has been stepping up too. Sauce yeah. Gardner. He's definitely winning Real ooh, deal right there. defensive rookie of the year mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. And I'm an Aiden Hutchinson super fan. And mm-hmm. I, I will admit, even though Aiden Hutchinson's been playing great, Sauce Gardner is definitely one of the best already, better. one of the best cornerback or one of the best defensive backs in the entire in the entire league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's a rookie. Yep. He's been playing great. So and he's been leading them to wins. I mean, like when you're facing the, a team like the Bills, defense is going to win you the game. You can, you can score the 20 or 24, however many points you need to score. If you can ha- hold them to what, what was it, 17 points they held them to? I think so, yeah. You hold, you hold the Bills to 17 points, you're winning that ball game. Mm-hmm. You just got to score, what, three touchdowns? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Story of the Lions all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so no. let, let, me, let me bring up a point. Sorry for cutting you off a Let me bring up a point that I'm kind of shot that we haven't really talked about yet. The Philadelphia Eagles are 8-0, guys. Yeah. The Philadelphia Eagles, now, hot take here, right? These guys are pretenders. They are 100% pretenders. With the new coach, uh, Nick Sirianni, right? I understand I they're 8-0. That's, that's a hot take. That's a I, I know. Take. I understand they're 8-0. and But, guys, let's let's take a look at their schedule, please. Can we, can we take a look at their schedule and see who they've okay. played? Ben, I get that. But at the <laughs> same time, you do have to remember that you need to be consistent in order to just win eight games in a row. 100%. They have not fallen off one. I mean, granted, the Lions week one, they almost did it. But... They, they've played. They've played the Lions. Wow. The Vikings. The, Lions. the The Commanders. Wow, man, that's intimidating. Uh, the, the Vikings Jaguars. are seven and one. So I don't think you can pretend like they're bad. Yeah, I mean, no, the Vikings, yeah, I agree. Their only I agree. Losses to the Eagles. I agree, hundred yeah. percent. But you played teams like the Steelers, the Texans, the Jaguars. I mean, like, they they got They they have they have to have a tougher schedule coming up here, and let, let's see how they do. I, I mean, mean, they I have the Packers, which I mean, the Packers mm-hmm. are the Packers. Record doesn't mean Giants. everything. Records they have don't the mean Giants. Everything. They have the Cowboys. They have the Giants again. I mean, the Bears are putting it together. Justin Fields. The Saints are a team if they can get Michael Thomas back. I don't know if Michael Thomas could be <laughs> back. Think he yeah. back. But I mean, Alvin Kamara is a good. I mean, like we they they have some solid opponents, but it's really going to be that first round of the playoffs where we really see. Okay, is this team going to go all the way? Even if no. even if they win, even if they win their game, if they barely win their game, okay. They might not go all the way because you can't you, – you need to be able to show that you could beat good teams. And when you could barely beat the Lions week one and you could barely beat the Texans through three quarters exactly, on yeah. Thursday Night Football, it's, it is worrying. But, I mean, you can't discredit 8-0. You can't. 100%. It is not easy to win eight football games. No, it's 100%. not easy to win eight football games, let alone eight, win eight in a row. 100%. So, all right, quickly here before we, uh, we sign off, some World Series talk. World Series ended yes, last sir. week. Um, the Houston cheater Astros. Okay, um, okay. One minute, one minute. <laughs> this is the this is Houston telling us that they would have won without it. Okay, everybody has been on them since that whole incident. Since what, 2017? They yeah, finally yeah. do it, and then the entire world was against them, and they still did it. I mean, as they rightfully should to, be. You have to. Okay, it was one year of them cheating. 
and they won the World Series. Are you, are you, one, are you a fan of the Astros? Zach? I'm not a fan of the Astros. Right I hate the fact that they cheated, but at the same time, that was, what, five years ago? So you can't say this is the team that was out to yeah. prove them wrong. I mean, they don't have five Carlos years later. No, it's not. But at the same time, like, okay, that happened. This is not, this is not even close to the same team that it was, and people are still on them about everything. As they rightfully should be. I, I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that. How do you not agree with that, Zach? Because that was five years ago. It, it, Zach, okay. I see where he's coming from with it being 100%. five years ago past the past. But I mean, like, but cheaters are still cheaters, Zach. Still, people can still not like the Astros. Oh, and that's that's fine. But at the same time, like, okay, they won this one. This is theirs. Yeah. You can't argue with this yeah. one. Yeah, no, no, I agree no, with that. I agree with that. This, is, this is their title. JV actually has a real ring this time. And I, I will say this is a re- this is a real title. This is a real title. They won this fair and square. But people are not still people still don't like the Astros because they they did cheat. So I mean like that that that's why I said cheating. Exactly. Yeah, one hundred. I, I still don't like the Astros personally. I hate the Astros. Anyways, the, Astros the Phillies. Let's not discredit the Phillies here. Okay, they still won two games this this, this yep. World Series. They still made it to the World Series when they let's be honest, they weren't projected. Probably shouldn't have. So. I mean, Bryce Harper, he was playing like Bryce Harper of old. Nick Castellanos had a couple big plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, Former Tiger. Former Tiger, mm-hmm. of course. One of Alavila's many, uh, many Hiroshimian bombs yep. onto the Tigers organization. Yep. Um, so, like, what are your guys' thoughts on, real quickly here on, okay. on the Phillies and their season and their success going into the uh, World Series? Their pitching staff was absolutely amazing the entire season, 100%. They had... Just one of the best pitching staffs in the MLB. Then once they got to the Worlds, then they continued it through the postseason. They go into game one. They utilized their bullpen a lot. They only put their starter in for four innings. Did good. They held them to five. They won by one. But then you look at the games after that, the ones that they lost, and they're leaving their starters in for longer and longer. They're not using their bullpen as much. Could that be fatigue or potential of injury? Sure. But I think they should have used their bullpen as much as they did the first game throughout the entire World Series. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know if you guys saw this. I was looking on Instagram the other day. Mm-hmm. But I saw a, uh, a, size, a seismometer graph from Penn State University, which is over 20 miles away from the Philadelphia, uh, the Philly Stadium. There were when, – when Bryce Harper hit that home run and then Alec yep. Baum hit that home run, there were massive spikes in that graph. Like that—that's insane. I mean, let's uh, the the Phillies fans. Let me just say, I I may not like the 76ers. Okay, <laughs> I may not like the 76ers, but Philadelphia is one of the most. And it doesn't matter what team. It could be the Flyers. It could be if they have an MLS team. It could be their MLS team. It could be a, a an arena football team. Yeah, they are so passionate about their sports. And let's the Philadelphia Eagles. No, the 76ers, title contenders, even though they haven't been off to a hot start this season. Uh, the Phillies made it to the World Series. The Flyers, solid hockey club. I mean, they have winning sports teams right now. And there's a reason for them to be to be this this passionate, crazy about their teams because they're actually winning. And even when they weren't winning, I mean, you still saw they sold out Lincoln Financial Field. They sold out Citizens Bank Park. They sold out the Wells Fargo Center. I mean, they were still selling out. Even even when the 76ers were, quote-unquote, trusting the process, there were, they were still huge amounts of fans at those games. I mean, you watch highlights, those arenas are packed. So these fans definitely deserve it, and these fans are definitely some of the most passionate in, in, in the country when it, co- when it comes to their sports. Because, I mean, like, you got people on top of the roof of the stadium dancing around and jumping because they hit a home run. Yeah, I mean you're not you're not seeing that at, at most other stadiums for no, sure. No, no. They're very passionate. Definitely. I hope we see them 
either next year or in a year or two. Mm-hmm. I hope they come back and they wa- they deserve a title with how with what those fans have. For sure, and I feel like yeah. if they can land one more, just one more star, just one more high-powered star, mm-hmm. I feel like that's really good. It's gonna t- okay. They won't just make it here because they won a couple playoff games. They'll make it here because they were a, a one, two, three seed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If they get another Kyle Schwarber, then it, they are just that mm-hmm. good. Exactly. And let's let's talk about how Bryce Harper played in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. um, you know, he had six home runs. Mm-hmm. He, his average was a point three four nine. Mm-hmm. Um, That's Thirteen RBIs, twenty-two hits. He played really well. He played out of his mind. I mean, I feel like if without Bryce Harper, that Phillies team isn't going anywhere. Uh-uh. Without, no. without really all those players on that team, they again, they worked as a team. What what are we seeing as a theme here in sports these days? I mean, yeah, it worked for the Warriors, right? It worked. It put all the best players in the league on one team, and boom, you're on. Yeah, and boom, you're you're a winner, right? Yeah, but that's um, that's also they played as a team. I mean, you see Clay, oh yeah, Draymond, they, they definitely and Steph. played as a team for sure. But I'm just saying the super team era of just combining all the star forces and getting to the playoffs and winning games, it's over. You you, mm-hmm. you got to win as a team now. Yeah, I mean, you look, look, the Pistons beat the Warriors. That was a team win. Whoever plays as more of a team each game, that that's the winner. All right, that's gonna wrap it up here for the first episode this season of Cheap Seats. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Just a reminder, the Pistons won against the Thunder. We came back. I just had to say it. I had to say it. I had to say it. The Pistons won a game. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in in two weeks from today, two weeks from today, uh, for episode two of Cheap Seats. We're going to discuss more about the world of sports. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.